This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 302nd episode of the Helping Writers Become Authors podcast. I'm not a big fan of deadlines. Not because I can't or don't meet them. I almost always finish projects far ahead of deadline. I just don't like the mental pressure of knowing that a deadline, however far it may be in the future, is bearing down on me. So I always give myself plenty of time on deadlines whenever possible. That's why I decided to give myself a publication date for my historical aviation novel Storming of December instead of October. But even with those two extra months, I find myself getting closer to crunch time. I just realized that, gas, it's already August. I'm only a month away from my unofficial finished major edits deadline, which means... I need to get cracking. If you see a blur of ink and paper on the horizon for the next month, that's probably me. The latest post in the video series on my blog is two ways to make the most of your story's climactic setting. It points out some little-known considerations about creating an awesome and perfectly planned climactic setting for your story. To find the post, visit my site at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And now I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast entitled Most Common Writing Mistakes, Part 43, Too Many Exclamation Points. Exclamation points. Woohoo! Yeah! Is there any punctuation mark that could possibly be more fun for writers to use? Okay, so there is the interrobang, but that's still kind of the same difference. Exclamation points are there to help us express our big emotions. Excitement, joy, anger, passion. Naturally, we want all those big emotions in our stories. So why not use that wonderful old exclamation point with liberality? If you intuited a big fat because coming up, then congratulate yourself on your fine-tuned spidey senses. Why not use exclamation points? Because Exclamation points are the ball-peen hammers of the writing world. Wielded at just the right moment in a story, they can be brutally effective. But overuse them, or use them incorrectly, and the reader is likely to walk away from your book with a headache. There are three basic ways in which you can use exclamation points in your fiction. Sometimes these exclamation points will be legitimate. But more often than not, they are simply going to be overkill. Number one, exclamation points for emphasis. Sometimes you need to make sure you're getting a point across to a reader. There's a reason signs that read toxic waste or no trespassing or 10,000 volts usually end in exclamation points. The exclaimers add that extra emphasis to make sure readers get the idea this is really serious stuff. In fiction, this kind of emphasis is usually unnecessary and even jarring to readers. A single exclamation point in a sea of periods is going to jump out at readers and perhaps even nudge them out of their immersion in your narrative. Even more telling, if you're relying on your exclamation point to get the emphasis across, that may be a sign you're using the exclamation point as a crutch instead of implementing word choice and sentence rhythm to deliver the message to your discerning audience. Number two, exclamation points for hilarity. You might also find yourself wanting to stick in an exclamation point to help indicate something you've written is supposed to be funny. F. Scott Fitzgerald 
famously said the following about exclamation points in general, but it applies particularly to humor for obvious reasons. Cut out all these exclamation points. An exclamation point is like laughing at your own joke. Consider how you tell jokes when you're face-to-face with someone. After deftly delivering the punchline, do you let out a mighty ha? Slap your knee and say, but up ching And if you do, how's that working out for you? It's the rare joke, especially a written joke, that doesn't benefit from subtlety. Readers enjoy being given the opportunity to comprehend a joke. And sometimes just to comprehend that it is a joke. If the author immediately gets in their faces, did you see that? It was a joke. How funny was that? They miss the opportunity to discover the humor for themselves. That's rarely going to be amusing. Number three, exclamation points for excitement. Finally, you might occasionally be tempted to punctuate your epic action sequences with an exclamation point or two, just to communicate the vibrant excitement of the moment. But you probably already guessed by now, this isn't such a good idea either. Ultimately, this is just a variation of the exclamation points for emphasis idea. You're trying to convey excitement, danger, tension, or abruptness, But in using an exclamation point, you're forcing the emotion on the reader in a way that isn't organic to the scene or the writing itself. Everything that happens in an action scene will fall somewhere on the excitement scale. Naturally, you can't end every sentence in that scene with an exclamation point. Sticking one in randomly only unbalances the overall equilibrium. Instead, focus on choosing vivid words, especially those action verbs, and adjusting the pacing of your sentences to guide readers to an effortless understanding of your scene's excitement. And now it is, of course, about time for a caveat. Just because the exclamation point can be easily abused doesn't mean you should expunge it entirely from your writing. There are at least three instances in which you will be justified in using exclamation points in your writing. Number one, to indicate raised voices. Just like all caps, exclamation points are always going to be the written equivalent of shouting. Therefore, sometimes it will be important or even necessary to use an exclamation point to get across the idea that your character is speaking with a raised voice. As a very general rule, exclamation points are more useful in dialogue than in narrative, but they should still be used with caution and not as a way to escape the burden of crafting text that gets the point across on its own merits. Number two, to make fun of your characters. And also to make fun of yourself, your prose, or the subject of your writing in general. Audiences usually accept multiple exclamation points as a signal not to take anything that's being said very seriously. Number three, in writing to children. Here's the fundamental premise of exclamation points. They're a blunt instrument. As a result, they're often used, consciously or unconsciously, as a way to talk down to readers. This is rarely appropriate in writing for adults, but it's occasionally acceptable when writing for very young children. Before we sign off on today's writing mistake, let's first go over a handful of important general guidelines for actually putting exclamation points to use. Number one, use them sparingly. This is the mother of them all when it comes to exclamation point rules. When in doubt, leave them out. Number two, if you must use them, use them at intervals. 
When you do find it necessary to use exclamation points, make sure you're not piling them all into the same paragraph one after the other. Avoid ending more than one sentence in a row with an exclamation point. If you're writing a lengthy speech for your character in which he's basically shouting the entire thing, then you don't need to adamantly punctuate every single sentence. Instead, focus on either the first sentence to immediately let readers know the character is shouting, or the last sentence, since most impassioned speeches necessarily build to a climax. Number three, don't use more than one at a time. Don't use more than one exclamation point at a time. In professional writing, it is considered poor form to use two or more exclamation points at the end of a sentence. Stick to one exclamation point. Number four, if you must use more than one, always use three. However, if you have a good reason to use more than one, for example, you're exerting the diary of your teenage protagonist, use three. Not two, always three. Don't ask me why, it's just prettier that way. Naturally, it's fine to let loose with those exclamation points in the first draft. Fire away and get all that enthusiasm out of your system and onto the page. But when it's time for you to start editing, be aware that your better choice will almost always be corralling those exclamation points and making your prose do their work instead. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, you can visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And be sure to check back again next week.